Uh, so, uh, Rough Greens, I hear you have to buy another bag of Rough Greens, Stu. Uh, yes, we've got uh, a new dog coming uh, into the family. Which, I thought uh, you weren't going to get another. I did not predict we were not going to get it. No, I but knew she, we she said, right? I mean, uh, yeah. both of our wives are are saying they're not going to get another dog, and yet you got one, and I'm about to get one. Yes, you're totally. In fact, our wives were talking about this this oh, very yeah. weekend. No, I um, know. I saw pictures of your dog. Isn't it cute? Isn't it cute? Isn't it cute? And, and I'm the, like, just buy another just dog. Buy, just get just it over with. Another. Yes, that, and that's what happened basically this weekend, yeah. so we're supposed to get it. But, uh, you know, it, it's funny because uh, Rough Greens has been great for, it's not only for old dogs like Miles, who's like 175. Oh, young little puppies. But young little puppies love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, get your free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to try out. They'll eat all of the food you uh, you give them. Uh, and it has probiotics. It's a, sup- a supplement for your dog's food and is really great for them. Roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. 833-GLEN-33. Order it now. Great Reset is a farcical conspiracy theory. No, it's not a theory. It's a fact. And uh, it's not farcical. It's quite honestly a little terrifying. Not because it's the end of the world, but because it is the end of the free market system. Now, I addressed the uh, people up in Idaho on Friday, and I'd like to give you an update on this and ESG in 60 seconds. Do your kids really know American history? Do they know? They're being taught the 1619 Project, a version of American history, I can guarantee it. They need to understand where we came from, how America came to be, why it's important that we fight to keep it. If you don't understand what the free market is, who cares? Who cares if it goes away? If you think that what we're doing right now is the free market, you might even actually work to dismantle it because it seems so corrupt. It is. It's not the free market. But you have to start training your kids, you know, from the time they're knee high. And that is really difficult to do because there's very few tools out there to help you do it. Well, one of the best arrows in your quiver is the Tuttle Twins books. These books are fantastic and should be a staple in every single American home. Right now, they're offering uh, three bonuses. If you order today, you just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You'll get a 35% 35 discount plus the bonuses. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane and get your your kids ready to defend America. 
TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Do it now. So on Friday, um, I told you, uh, gave you an update on what was happening in Idaho. Uh, Idaho, the, um, the Capitol and Business Committee on Friday heard your voice. Uh, but it's still not clear where they stand. We got a lot of calls from people going, no, 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 I, I'm for the bill. I'm for the bill. But the way to show that you're for the bill is to move this bill forward and vote on it. And if you don't want to vote on it, that's fine. It's fine. I'm not an enemy of anybody. I just I believe what I believe. I know the facts. I've spent two years researching it. A lot of these people have just called their friends in banking or have, uh, you know, uh, heard from lobbyists and they're like, oh, well, I trust the lobbyist. Oh, do you? Do you? Okay. well, I don't. I don't. Um, Now, if the Speaker of the House wants to move forward, you know, he will. If he's for it, he'll make sure the bill is passed this session. I would ask that you would call uh, the Speaker of the House and the Treasurer. The uh, the treasurer is Julie Ellsworth. She's the Idaho state treasurer. And she called and she said, I'm for the bill. Well, actually, uh, Julie, as I understand it, you're not for the bill. What you're for is the stopping of it. But you want to be the one that prosecutes uh, anybody that goes, you know, goes against uh, the freedom of the individual person. And that's great, except it gives you ultimate power. And we've seen far too many states that won't address let's say we're a sanctuary city and so we're not prosecuting any even though they're breaking the law we're just not going to prosecute no that's not good enough for americans anymore we want the right we want the right if somebody is using something other than a credit score to find out if i'm credit worthy or not uh if they're using something that says oh you were one of the parents that you were objecting to critical race theory. Yeah, you're a reputational risk to the bank. We can't really give you a loan. I should have the right to sue them. And that's what these bills have in them. The people have a right to sue because we don't trust that the government officials in all states. And Julie, you might be fine. You might be doing it. But who replaces you? So call the state treasurer. And uh, the Speaker of the House, this is if you're in Idaho, Idaho has before it the best legislation out there. Uh, And there are many that want to pass it, Uh, but they're just a a few votes shy. And they need to know that the people of Idaho want to stop ESG in their banking system and in their state. Scott, uh, Scott Bedke, he is the Speaker of the House. Uh, in District 27, uh, Julie Ellsworth is the Idaho State Treasurer. Uh, and the reason why I'm, I'm calling them out is because, um, A, this is a, a home state of mine. I have a farm in Idaho. I hope to someday live in Idaho and retire in Idaho. But how am I going to do it? How am I going to even keep my farm? How could I possibly raise cattle to be sold if EF, if ESG is the standard in Idaho, how is anybody who might disagree with the E, the S or the G, the governance, the social justice or the environmental things that the bank has decided? How how is somebody who grows potatoes going to be able to sell those to McDonald's 
Answer, they can't. They can't. So give the people of Idaho uh, the right to conduct their lives and their business as they see it. Now, the lobbyist came in right away to Idaho and they uh, issued something that said some in Idaho legislator is supposed to consider legislation to deal with ESG, environment, social and governance. ESG is only a risk management system, but it's being labeled as the latest threat to individual rights. It is. Hear me now. I thought it was crazy two years ago. I've done two years of research and spent thousands, in fact, into the six figures on research to make sure this is buttoned up. I have a book out. It is called The Great Reset. Get it at the library. I'm not trying to make money off of it. I mean, I would like to make money off it, but get it at the library. If you don't want to spend money, get it at the library and look at the 50 page of fine print footnotes. It's all their own words. Anyway, while as preposterous, uh, preposterous as this sounds, folks like Glenn Beck and his partners with wallbuilders.com have given legislators a farcical conspiracy theory from which legislation will be crafted. While it's easy to dismiss due to its lack of basis in reality, have you gone to the World Economic Forum.org? Have you gone to treasury.us? Have you gone to whitehouse.gov? Have you gone to Merrill Lynch? Have you gone to Bank of America? What do you mean lack of basis? It's all out in the open. But they continue. The tragic reality of the new world is one where talking heads drive policy to stir the masses by creating non-existent problems and then solving the problem with massive overreaches into the private sector. How dare you? How dare you? The people, the banks... The insurance companies are saying that people like me create these problems only then to come up with a solution. No, no. You know, one thing I've learned is people, at least the elites of the world, tend to tell us exactly what they're doing by what they blame on others. He's a racist. He's a racist. This whole thing is racist. You don't want ESG taught? That's racist. No, you're a racist. You're you're a racist. Every time they tell you that the other side is doing something, they're usually the ones doing it. Just watch. Just notice. So the lobbyist for the banks and the financial institutions... Uh, called up and they've been your your house and your Senate have been hearing the voices of those paid lobbyists, but they haven't heard your voice until Friday in Idaho. Let me just clear this up. (laughs) Intrusion and excess government regulations. Really, this bill imposes regulations only on businesses that cross the line and start taking freedom from people. So in other words, it's saying we we don't need a law against murder. You're calling everyone a murderer. No, only those who murder people. That's not regulation on everybody else unless they plan on murdering people. Then and only then does the law kick in. I don't have any restriction of my freedom unless I'm murdering people. If a business upholds constitutional freedoms, then there is no consequence. It is only businesses 
that are colluding with other businesses to stop you from investing in oil or cutting down timber, whatever it is, farming. Any of these sound interesting to you, Idahoans? Any of it? If they start saying, no, we can't give this farm a loan because they raise cattle, then the law kicks in. No intrusion, no intrusion of the free market at all. Just no, no not giving me a loan because I don't agree with your social justice policies. By the way, if you don't think this is happening, then you don't understand what's happening in Russia. McDonald's wasn't going to leave and close their stores in Russia until they felt, quote, a reputational risk, end quote. That is is ESG language. That's right from the books. And if they do this to a guy with a country full of nukes, you don't think they're going to do this against a farmer who disagrees with their their land policies? Well, Friday in Idaho, a lot of people called and they were hearing from the people and we started hearing and they said, you know, hey, we're all for the bill. Okay, maybe you are. I don't know. I don't, you know, George Washington said deeds, not words. That's it. Deeds, not words. This bill isn't heard. It hasn't even been heard in committee. While the conservative legislators on the business committee claim they're for the bill, the committee has delayed the hearing of the bill and they're out voting on it to get it out of committee so it can have a hearing on the floor. So if the bill doesn't get heard in committee and out on the floor really soon, it will die. And then they'll pick it up next season. This is what the lobbyists want. Delay. If the legislators want the heat turned off, then all you have to do is hold the business committee meeting and vote to advance the bill out of committee and get it onto the floor. Oh, I'm not going to have a radio host tell me what to do. Did the radio host call you or was it the listeners in Idaho who happened to agree with the radio host's view? but didn't know about the bill because the media has been silent about it. Are they the ones who called you or was it the radio host? The radio host shined the light on what was happening. The people who didn't like what they, when they, what they heard when they found out what was occurring, they called. They called. You think the switchboard got flooded with calls because a radio host was telling mindlessly numb robots what to do? Or because thinking people in Idaho actually care and are passionate, have done their homework. So you have a choice. The people who vote for you, the people who think that you are on their side, you either look at them just like the elites in Washington do as a mere nuisance. Or you have respect for what they say and you will You will consider it and tell them the truth or you will consider it and then let it go to the floor because everyone needs to know if you're not for the bill, that's fine. It's just robots that are against you, right? It's just robots. Let it go to the floor. Now, multiple officials said that what I'm doing is I'm going to cause people to have primary opponents. People are signing up to run against me because what I say about this bill, it's not what I say about this bill. 
Do you know what pe- people said two years ago on my audience that this didn't make any sense? I said the same thing. They've listened to me now for two years. They've read the book. They know what they believe. So are you, are you opposed to being held accountable? Do you oppose sunlight? Do you prefer the people not know what your views are on bills that promote and protect their freedom? Do you not support the general free market principle that competition makes things better and healthier and stronger and having a primary challenger might improve the legislative backbone to defend the people's freedom? I I think it does. These politicians will publicly state that they're for H737, but if they really are, then give it a vote and demonstrate your report. You have a chance to do that tomorrow. If you're in Idaho, I would, again, make a phone call. I would call your legislator and tell them this has to be voted on and heard in open session this season. If you're against it, make your case. Let the people hear and let the people be swayed by your argument against it. You hold the power in Idaho and in every state. You are the one that gave them the power. They're supposed to represent you. Don't let them fool you with excuses. If they tell you, I support it, good. Prove it by voting on it. The bill is H737. It is currently in the business committee. It needs to scheduled be a scheduled vote by the committee. Call every one of the members on that committee. Sage Dixon, Rod Furness, Brent Crane, Joe Palmer, Vito Barbareri, uh, Randy Armstrong, uh, Lance, I think it's Clow, Kevin Andrus, Tammy Nichols, Ben Adams, Matthew Bundy, Greg Furch, Cody Galloway, Brandon Mitchell, Charlie Shepard, Steve Birch, and Brooke Green. Most of them are for it. There are a few that are not, and it's not the Democrats. It's the Republicans, Brent Crane, uh, Joel Palmer. So call and also call your speaker of the House. He'll move it forward and call the treasurer, Julie Ellsworth. No, Julie, you are for it in concept, but you want the power to apply the law. The people should have that power. Just explain that. If the people agree with you, then the people will be fine with it. I don't agree with you, but that doesn't mean the people of Idaho don't. Call them now. All right. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Sandra wrote in about her husband's experience with Relief Factor. She says after trying multiple supplements, doctors and chiropractors, she said, my my husband uh, no longer limps and is pain free. Ever since he started taking Relief Factor, his pain used to radiate down from the hip to the ankle. It's now all gone. It is amazing. Thank you, Relief Factor. Sandra, that is really great news. Your husband got his life back. If you're dealing in pain, give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation. So give it a shot, please. Three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. And about 70% of them, after three weeks, order more because it works for them. Relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, relief. Or relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. 
so the reaction from people in Idaho was immense. Was immense. Immense. So what does this do for other states? Do other states look at this and realize, hey, maybe we How? shouldn't just blow people off when yeah. they have these concerns? If if the people are listened to in Idaho, if the people are listened to in Idaho, see these these um, these banking um, um, lobbyists have enormous clout. And the people who aren't really paying attention, look, and I don't blame legislature. They have a lot on their plate to do. This mm-hmm. this sounds crazy, but not anymore because you can see it everywhere. You can go to the government websites and see what they're doing. Um, but it sounds crazy. And if you don't do your due diligence, you'll call somebody in a bank. You know, well, I got a friend at Bank of America. He's a big wig. He'll tell me the truth. Right. Yeah. What are they going to tell you? What are they going to tell you? Oh, no, it would never be used like that. But that is what's happening with it right now in Russia. That's what the emergency order did in Canada. And if they do this to a country that's full of nukes, you don't think they'll do it to you and your business? And it's the banks and insurance companies. Aren't there voices inside the banking industry that look at this as a real problem and a real threat to them yes. and don't want this to happen? There Why? are people that are actually coming to legislators all over the country in states. And they're saying the small banks, mm. the local banks, the state banks, they're all coming to these guys and going, please pass this. Please pass this. Please ESG is really bad, but if we say anything, we're going to be eaten ourselves. We'll be the first to be driven out of business. Please pass this. Your insurance agent, he probably doesn't know anything about this, but the the people at the top of the insurance business, they do. And this is going to trickle down to the lowest common denominator. And last week, the uh, the the experts in our government were saying this is the way to in- control inflation is to grab control of the money, grab control of how it can be spent. And the way you do that is through ESG. Idaho, wake up and call your state representatives and senators. The Glenn Beck Program. Most people don't spend a lot of time, if they spend any time at all, focusing on self-sufficiency and preparedness. By the way, I'm going to South Carolina this week to speak to their legislature about ESG. Um, I guess they're really focused on it, too. Anyway, um, I've been a prepper since, you know, before prepping was cool. And in fact, it's never been cool, uh, but it is much more common. And we're facing severe problems I don't know if you saw, but the uh, latest from the U.N. is saying that there is going to be a 22 percent spike on food uh, in the coming months. Twenty two percent price spike. There's already a shortage of wheat. Uh, They're already starting to limit numbers of bags of flour and everything else that you can buy in certain areas. Please, please consider um, a preparedness kit. Right now, you can save $150 on uh, a three-month emergency food kit. Gives you everything you need for three months, one person. You'll save $150 on it. Please, every dollar you spend today is going to be worth a lot more tomorrow. It's preparewithglenn.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn for your Blaze TV subscription. You can save 10 bucks with the promo code Glenn.
Huddled in a bomb shelter in Kiev, a seven-year-old girl named Amelia Anasovich sang a song in Ukrainian. She sang Frozen. It went viral as people commented on her sweetness, the innocence, and the hope for this little girl. The video tugged on everybody's heartstrings. In the beginning of the video, you can hear the whole room go quiet as the crowd realizes that she's singing. Here it is. I am happy to report after six days in an air raid shelter, Amelia, her brother and her grandmother walked for about two days to the border and are now safe. Her mother, along with her father, decided to stay behind to provide food for Ukrainian forces. But uh, Dad said, I always knew Amelia was very talented and a sweet angel. Now the whole world knows the same. Currently uh, in the hot spot is the founder and CEO of Mighty Oaks Foundation and the co-founder of Save Our Allies, Chad Robichaud. Hello, Chad. How are you? Glenn, how are you? <laughs> the last time we talked, I was I was in Afghanistan. I know, I know. Now you're in uh, Ukraine. Tell us the situation on the ground and what's happening. Well, you know, uh, it's it's pretty dynamic and, and very different in different parts of the country, uh, as as you're aware. Um, you know, over in Kiev and, and the cities more to the east, you have the you know direct kinetic kinetic combat with uh, Ukrainian troops, Russian troops, and, and as well as you know, uh, militia uh, Ukrainians fighting fighting for their their right. homes and their in their towns, and then over to the west you have a uh, you know still have major cities intact that are you know at threat, and we seen yesterday you know over Lviv uh, getting rocketed, and so the whole country's in chaos. Everybody's scared. Uh, people are evacuating not just out of the country, but people are evacuating from one dangerous city uh, to a safer place. And, uh, you know, a lot of people that are helping, like Save Our Allies and other organizations that are helping, aren't just evacuating people from the country, but actually moving people from a dangerous place to a safer place, moving medical aid forward, moving supplies forward, and, uh, and moving people out. So, Chad, you've been in special operations for a very long time, uh, now retired from uh, military service. But what is Putin thinking? What I mean, I can't make heads or tails of this. Yeah, uh, you know, we were we were just uh, at, we were just uh, in the middle of all the operations we're doing. Uh, we kind of paused for a second a little while ago. And just what is he doing? Why is he moving for, moving forward? I mean, he's uh, obviously he he had everything the way he would want it. If you look at you know economically and globally, he's uh, he was winning. He was uh, America was buying oil from him, uh, even though we all disagreed with it. America was buying oil from him. The rest of the world was buying oil from him. Uh, he was just in a really good uh, geoeconomic position. And uh, and then he does this and uh, and um, for what to gain Ukrainian oil that he won't be able to sell now. Uh, it just doesn't really make sense to someone who the world has thought was a very strategic thinker and made decisions, uh, all his decisions. I mean, everyone you talk to, 
on both sides of the aisle and politically and people around the world said, you know, Putin's not a good guy, but he always makes calculated strategic decisions. And we're just not seeing that right now. So we're seeing this weekend, uh, the U.S. said that he asked China for military uh, help or at least supplies. Um, I'm hearing that he's going to get more vicious. Uh, I, do you have any sense that being there, what's coming? Is this ending? Is this getting worse? What's your feel? It's, it's going to, my feel is, is in the, in, look, it's not just from my experience. I'm here on the ground with people, the smartest minds in special operations community. I'm here, I'm meeting with the highest level of, uh, from all different governments of the world, intelligence agencies and things like that. It, it, everyone is in, in, in a consensus agreement that uh, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. If you watch what he's doing right now, uh, he, he, you know, towns like Kiev, He's uh, he he's I could be he's he's surrounding these towns, uh, holding, destroying infrastructure, roads, bridges, uh, rails, any egress routes out uh, inside these cities while the Russians are holding out a perimeter. Mm. They have the ability to get resupply, but those inside can't. So medicine, medicine like uh, something as simple as insulin is is it is a death is that's a death that's as deadly as a as a nuclear weapon to someone with a. Mm with diabetes, right? It, all these, uh, met, a lot of children's hospitals have no medicine, no medical aid, no supplies, water, pot, uh, potable this water is, is, not, is gone now. Food, they're, they're starving them out. And, and, and not only starving them out at night, it's going to get, you know, 15 degrees. So you get people freezing to death, particularly the people trying to evacuate the women, their children trying to evacuate. All right. So, so, so what is it you guys are doing on the ground and how can we help? So one of the things that we're doing, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of great NGOs here, evacuating people, trying to move supplies, food in, uh, med- medicine in. What we're doing specifically is we know that the cellular network is going to fail. Um, and and you know, our experience in not only special operations, but some of our teammates are some of the world's best precision recovery, precision rescue experts. And we know that the most crucial thing is to have communications. So we're building communications infrastructure uh, to make sure that everyone in all these cities around Ukraine have the ability to communicate us with us. So when a sailor network goes down, we can still rescue them. We can still move supplies to them. And we can still communicate with them. So that's our priority mission right now is doing that. And then and tying that communications network and infrastructure to the ability to be able to rescue, move medicine forward, move uh, medical aid forward, and then provide some ambulatory services to be able to move people uh, from places like Kaviv to a safer place or to a medical station. So that's the kind of thing that me and my team are doing that we're doing that through save our allies and we need all the support we can. I know. Thank you, Glenn. Cause uh, I, you may not even be aware. I think you are, but yeah. you guys just made a donation to save our allies. So I thank you for that because we can't do it without yeah. uh, people like you. Well, uh, I, you I, us so much in Afghanistan. I, so, I have to tell you, Chad, we're big fans of, uh, of yours and save our allies. We know what you, what you do. Uh, and how important it is, and we are proud to stand with you and stand behind you. You just let us know what you need. If you want to make a donation and be a part of of saving Ukraine and saving the people, literally saving the people, uh, you can give now to saveourallies.org. That's saveourallies.org. If you forget that, just go to Mercury One. Uh, market for Ukraine, and we'll get it to save our allies. It's saveourallies.org. Chad, stay safe. Always, always, Glenn. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Mighty, Mighty Oaks Foundation and Save Our Allies, I can't recommend them highly enough. They are 
Chad is a remarkable guy. Uh, and they've been, you know, Mighty Oaks Foundations works with um, veterans to save their lives because of suicide rate is just outrageous. And uh, he's a guy who contemplated it himself and uh, somebody saved his life and uh, started Mighty Oaks and now save our allies. And these are these are ex-military guys that go in. They know how to help and they're not shooting anyone they're getting and rescuing people and can you imagine i mean you kind of feel like your life was worth something wouldn't you if you were bringing insulin to a children's hospital that's the kind of stuff they're doing please donate now to save our allies.org doing they're doing not only great work overseas but the work they're doing here is really really important amazing too. yeah so yeah. Uh, just awesome organization awesome dude yep all right back in just a minute you know what the perfect night's sleep looks like? Well, I didn't. I mean, I used to when I was a teenager, and those nights went away quickly. Um, if you have trouble sleeping and you're tossing and turning and your pillow gets hot or flat or whatever, and you're waking up and having to fluff the pillow, you don't have to do that anymore with my pillow. And the sheets, man, the sheets from my pillow, they're the Giza cotton dream sheets. These the sheets are made from the best cotton on earth, Giza cotton, and they are so soft and breathable, uh, durable. They get softer every time you sleep on them, softer every time you wash them, and now they're at the lowest price ever. 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with the promo code BACK. I sleep on these sheets every night. They are tremendous. Get them at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets with the promo code BECK. Enter the promo code BECK at Great Radio Specials there on the website at MyPillow.com. Or you can call them at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you missed today's broadcast, uh, make sure you go back and listen to the podcast. You can get it wherever podcasts are found. You can also find it uh, with the video and everything else on blazetv.com. Make sure you subscribe to either Blaze TV or the podcast and review and rate us. It helps uh, people find us and helps the algorithm. <laughs> I'm not sure anything really helps the algorithm, but <laughs> give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Um, it, today's uh, broadcast is wildly important. Hour number one, I explained uh, the tripwire. One of the tripwires that I have put out for myself uh, that says, okay, we're one step, we're one major step closer. And that tripwire was sprung over the weekend. I tell you all about it. And if you missed it, it's hour one of today's podcast. Also, Wednesday night special this week. Um, I, I know it feels like we're shifting gears um, because we're not going to be talking about Ukraine or gas prices or inflation or whatever. This week's episode is Black Lives Matter. Why would we do this? Well, the left has multiple plates spinning 
and uh, they're doing it to transform America. And the BLM plate is very much plugged into the social category of ESG. ESG is going to change our lives if the Great Reset has its way. Do you remember when these corporations were dumping tens of millions of dollars into BLM? Why? Did they believe it? No. It was part of the Great Reset. Well, what happened to all of that money? For two years, we've been told there's really nothing more important than racism in America. And BLM has been at the forefront of that movement, breaking in donations to change racist America. But it looks as though it wasn't on the up and up. I know this will come as a shock. But it is directly connected with the power structure of the Democratic Party. Where's the money for BLM? BLM scam exposed money, mansions, and Marxism. That's Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on blazetv.com. Utter lunacy. Utter lunacy. Um, let me give you another example of utter lunacy. I just tweeted this out from at Stu Does America. Uh, Clay Travis posted the video of this. But... Kyrie Irving, basketball player. I'm just to walk you through this in case you don't know it. He's the COVID guy, right? The yeah, mask he, guy. He was a well. He refused to get vaccinated. Right. So okay. That's what something it was. like ninety yeah. some odd percent of NBA players are vaccinated. He was right. one of the the big stars that that held out on this. Right. And he decided he wasn't going to play, and he plays for Brooklyn. So you know, highest peak of COVID restrictions in New York mm-hmm. City, of course. So he is not allowed to play in New York City still while uh, unvaccinated. This is the beginning of the year. Okay, yeah. So that comes out. And at first, the team says, okay, well, then you you can't be on this team. They hold him out. Eventually, possibly uh, related to some injury situations they had on the team, they decided to say, (laughs) hey, you know what? You can play on the road because he was always eligible to play on the road in other states and other cities. This was just a New York state restriction or New York City restriction that would not allow him to play indoors unvaccinated so the, he started playing uh, for the road games now however a bunch of the restrictions have been lifted in new york city so we are now at a state of affairs where it is allowed for him to attend the game as a fan and sit in the crowd unvaccinated with no mask around thirty thousand screaming fans However, not he can't actually play in the game. That's insanity. Where he'd be one of 10 people on a giant NBA court. This is when you know a country is crumbling apart. When it makes no sense. When the laws make no sense. No sense. There's no... Look, there has never been science that would dictate that a player at, you know, 28 years old in the prime of his physical condition was ever really going to be affected by this anyway. Certainly such a minor risk, you can't possibly contemplate it around other players in the same circumstances. But, okay, all the craziness that has happened, you could maybe make an argument. I I don't even know what the argument would be. But maybe you make the argument that it was a sensible thing at one point. I wouldn't make that argument, but maybe some would. This is completely insane. There's video of him walking around in the crowd. He's sitting in the same stadium as his team, and he can't walk out on the court. In a, He's instead surrounded in closer quarters with thousands of fans, rather than being on the court around in-shape athletes that are not affected by this at all. It's complete lunacy. It's okay. impossible to overstate it. Can I ask another sports question yes. that I don't understand? Yes. 
Tom Brady says there's unfinished business to do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't what I mean. Apparently he being, did retire, right? He did retire. He, he, he said he it. announced it. He announced it. Someone bought a his last football mm. uh, for five hundred thousand dollars. And oh, I demand my money back. <laughs> I would demand my money. How back. could you? Though? Yeah. It's just a private. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he could get it. They could get it back. But yeah, he's 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 coming back. Apparently being married to Giselle. Not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, <laughs> a little bit too so much. So, in other time. words, maybe she's like, you know what? I can't have him under my feet all the time. Right, or right. he's like, ah. Uh, there's all sorts you of You know, ways a to limited amount of time is <laughs> hey, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, though. I mean, what do you mean unfinished business? What more can you have? You already have all the good things of life 10 times over. Can you stop taking all the good experiences from all other men so in the now, United States? Is he a free agent? He's going to go back to Tampa. Going back he's already to Tampa. saying that back to Tampa Bay. So they're going to be, you know, you know, title contenders again with him coming back at what, 45, 44 now? It's crazy. It really is amazing. Just crazy. And the, uh, the whole offseason has been insane and it's going to get a lot crazier because free agency starts in two days. So it's mm. going to go wild. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program.